about we do this? Hello? Hello? Boy, this is exciting. Exploding head movies. Hi, I'm Ann Margaret, here to wish you a most happy new year. Is anyone sort of thinking of this like making an album or more like sort of doing a lot of numbers than to be able to play them all one after the other? Because that's I'm good thinking. thinking half to play them and half like an album. Half them, yeah. to record them. You know, say, say we did half of them this Thursday and then they didn't have to film the next lot of rehearsals or whatever. Yeah. And then we do another lot and do them in the same place, you know. If we can't, it's just the how we can't learn another five or six good for Thursday. We've just got Don't Let Me Down and I've got a feeling just how they should be when we hit it.
Good evening, Ivailta. Happy 10th day of Christmas, and welcome to the year 2022. Hopefully, you're having a pleasant Monday evening, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's not-so-silent, though highly salient, community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grey and then dipping south across the Salish Sea, to all the ships and boats and other critters that are about on the water. And our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up through the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground, from where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Tell us that subscribers can tune into CITR on their television sets by pointing their clicker at channel 7023. Otherwise, in all these places everywhere else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web, streaming live at www.citr.ca. The Exploding Head Movie Show page there contains track listings and downloads for this episode once the live broadcast is completed. And then you can find past episodes there, plus a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. You can also find that podcast via uh, these places, too, because it is on Apple Music, but also on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, and Stitcher. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then that shoutcast stream on that very website. My name's your Gak, and I'll be your people excavator for the next two hours, so if you like rides, hop in with all your buds. This bucket on a loader. We'll be sailing through. You should have received your complimentary newly regulatory colorful wafer in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, hopefully you have a snack that's crispy on hand, whether it's red, yellow, or maybe even green. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. That spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R after that wonderful area code. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point. And if I remember how to answer the phone, please give me time to pick it up. And obviously, if I'm talking on air, that's not the time to call. Or you call, you're going to have to wait. Anyways, everything's pretty normal on email. RadioFreeGAC at gmail.com. Exploding Hippies is on Facebook under its given name. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air and on Instagram 
I am myopic man. So some folks consider the 670th odd day of March 2020 in light of our continued COVID-19 epidemic. A big pause has gone on, but no, it is the third day of 2022. So Happy New Year. And we start off with actress Anne Margaret with her own greetings found in an RCA Victor promo from 1963. Famous actress, appeared in a few Elvis Presley films in the 60s and in the Grumpy Old Men series in the 90s. Not naturally a red hair. A redhead. That was all died. Then we heard the Beatles, first off with some studio chatter about making an album, before hearing take 10 of their song, I've Got a Feeling. One of the songs recorded for the album 1969's Let It Be, and documented as part of Peter Jackson's 2021 documentary, Get Back. It's over eight hours of remastered footage from what was the 1970 documentary Let It Be, Though that film has been lost in time and made to be a little bit more roast since uh, the Beatles broke up earlier that year. But as Get Back shows, the recording actually was mostly a happier time despite the various melodramas that unfolded as Paul McCartney tried to steer the band after the death of their manager Brian Epstein as new detrimental manager Alan Klein loomed. George Harrison pushed back against some of Macca's music decisions and left the band for a few days before coming back as perhaps the strongest songwriter. Billy Preston came in nonchalantly to Apple Studios to save the band with his organ work, and we actually heard him on the Hammond there. And the band eventually played a rooftop show for their final live performance. And yes, it is a bit of a time consumer to watch, but the individual charisma of the members, the truth about Yoko Ono's influence on the band, mostly as John Lennon's emotional anchor as he was dealing with drug abuse, Ringo Starr being the glue in other parts of the Apple brain trust, showing their metal. And in the background, this is Sarah Neufeld, off of last year's Detritus album. And yes, that is 2021. This song is the top. And it was the top, because that is it for that. So yes, everybody had a hard year. And 2021, start off with great hope as vaccines to fight COVID-19 were made available. But as we learned, we didn't get it in enough people's hands. Here we are clamoring for a third shot while places didn't get their first one. So it's mutated. And hence we have the Omicron variant here. So in hindsight, it was a year definitely of grief, a roller coaster of sorts to see how people handle exclusion and withdrawal. Fighting back in some cases whilst others were for mourning or just hiding. Hopefully, we are truly in the end stages of this, but the current wave, our fifth or so, still indicates it's time to buckle down. So I hope you're doing well despite what's going on. You know, testing right now is hard. The layers of my mask are falling apart now as I talk. Ugh. Anyways, but yes, anxious times for sure. Especially since if you do have symptoms, you have to wait a long time to actually get tested. But hopefully, things are calm. 2022 was considered a very futuristic year in the past. And as we like to do at the start of each year, we try to find a film that was set in this year. And that will be the case of this week's profile going back to 1973 with Soylent Green. A crazy sci-fi film, sort of dystopic 
although it has eerie parallels to what's going on. We're going to listen to some of Fred Myro's score there as the years align. And after the past few weeks of special programming here on Exploding Head Movies, tied to things like the year-end, Christmas, all the other various holidays, and Finnish music, it's time to catch up on some recent news. And from the Beatles, we go into their natural counterpart, the Monkees, as we've lost one more member from that band, and that is Mike Nesmith, the guitarist known in part visually for the toque on his head, kind of his wryer, quieter humor. And he was one of the main drivers to have the Monkees write their own songs for the TV show. And he did write songs like Mary Mary and Different Drum. And it took a lot of fight to get the producers to deal with the rejections for it. Although Nesmith then gave the songs to other artists like Linda Ronstadt. They became popular and then the producers acquiesced. And then, yeah, they fought to get more of their own music in there. Nesmith, probably the strongest singer-songwriter. Mickey DeLenz had his own stuff. Peter Tork had some history of it. Davy Jones, only a little bit. But they worked on their stuff instead of the Wrecking Crew providing the ringer material. They learned their instruments. It took a little bit longer to record things, but that's how it went. Once Nesmith left the Monkees, he had a little bit of a country career for a bit, but dived heavily into New Wave. And he was an early music video pioneer with his production company Pacific Arts. And he had a show on Nickelodeon before MTV that gave that station a template to work off of. And at some point, they asked him if he actually wanted to launch it. But he opted for his own stuff. And uh, based on the lawsuits he had with the Monkees, he was pretty broke for a while. But he was also the heir to the Whiteout estate. So when his mom passed away, things became a lot easier. And the production company rolled on. He executive produced films like Repo Man and Tapeheads, two quintessential music geek films from the 80s. Alas, Mike Nesmith died from heart failure at his home in Carmel Valley, California, December 10th last year at the age of 78. So earlier we lost Davy Jones and Peter Tork, so we only have one monkey left, and that's Mickey DeLenz. And at some point, I do need to buckle down and get my eventual monkey's profile in place before he leaves, especially with their wild 1968 film Head. But we're going to go off their 1967 album, Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones Limited. This is one of the songs that Nesmith wrote, and it refers to some of the Sunset Strip curfew rights that happened in L.A. and protest of youth rights after dark. This will be the Monkees with Daily, Nightly. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies Live from the realms of Studio A of that radio station that promises everybody a good time, whether it's during the day or at night. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
The Moody Blues with We're Broken, something recorded for a Denny Cordell session back in 1966. That lines up with some of the sessions that they worked on towards their debut album, The Magnificent Moody's. On drums there, Graham Edge, and he was one of the prog band's co-founders from 1964. He wrote some of the lyrics for some of the songs, mostly spoken word sections and famous hits like Nights in White Satin, Ride My Seesaw. And when the Moody Blues had a bit of a break in the mid-70s, he had his own band called the Graham Edge Band that put out two albums. Did want to dig up one of the songs that Graham Edge speaks on, but you really have to fit in a lot of other stuff around it because, yeah, it's some of the songs tend to be long there. And, of course, my own library selection of the Moody Blues is limited there, but... I'm always a fan of sort of like untuned pianos, as we heard there. Graham Edge suffered a stroke back in 2016, so he retired from the band in 2018, and that effectively brought Moody Blues to an end. And Edge died back on November 11th from, at least when I can tell, no specified cause of death, and he was 80 years old. And behind me, this is Vincent Parker, off of the 2021 album For Nothing, though, this is Waiting on Bad News. Parker is a Vancouver producer. Lovely electronics like this. And of course, we do still have to talk about bad news. And in light of the massive increase in COVID-19 cases, Shindig 2022. Our Battle of the Bands featuring 18 bands going for five nights to see who's the winner. That's now canceled. So we've been prepping up for take over things at the Red Gate Art Society. There's still hope to try to pull off later in this year. Obviously, we'll see how numbers go. But right now is not the time to have crowds like that. Now, even more sad news, or continued sad news. Betty White passed away. She was a television icon, and she made her radio show debut when she was eight years old back in 1930. She then sang with her sister on an experimental TV show back when there were only a dozen television sets. And after taking a break to help out with World War II efforts in Hollywood, she hustled back on the radio, got her own show before appearing with Al Jarvis on his live variety show Hollywood on Television in 1949. She took over that show in 52, and for four years, 
She did five and a half hours of ad-lib television six days a week. And that is a great way to pick up how you handle things live. Later that year, she produced her own sitcom called Live with Elizabeth, which ran for three years. And that was the first show ever produced by a woman. And over the years, she worked on many other shows, guested on so many talk shows, appeared on game shows, variety shows. She was game for many things. And we got two songs here associated with her most famous sitcoms. And we'll kick off with the Golden Girls here. Definitely some comfort food. Originally the 80s, fairly revolutionary at the time, featuring older women, single, living together. And White originally was supposed to be the sex pot Blanche instead of Rue McClanahan. Uh, and that was actually based in part on a role on the Mary Tyler Moore show, which we'll hear the theme song from shortly. But they swapped it up so White wouldn't be typecast, so it became Rose Nyland from St. Olaf, Minnesota. Don't you know? White was the last surviving Golden Girl. And uh, we're going to listen to the theme, but we're going to listen to the original version, not the one done by Cynthia Fee. We're going to listen to a golden man known as Andrew Gold, singer-songwriter who wrote hits like this for his 1978 album, All This and Heaven Too. And if you're a fan of the band Toto, you might recognize Jeff Picaro's drums here. Here's Andrew Gold with Thank You for Being a Friend. Thank you for being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant I'm not ashamed to say I hope it always will stay this way
Start off your new year with a new skill. This spring, Emily Carr University's Continuing Studies is proud to offer courses and workshops online and in person. Choose from over 100 courses, from weekend workshops designed for beginners to skills-focused certificate programs. Whether you're seeking an artistic outlet or looking to add to your professional skill toolkit, Emily Carr has you covered. From painting to print media, industrial design to web design, there's something for everyone. Find your fit at ecuad.ca slash cs. Register now and commit to your creative future. Always have to get Mary Tyler Moore's cat there with the sound. Sonny Curtis with his song Love is All Around, the theme to the 1970s show, The Mary Tyler Moore Show. And so many alumni from that show passed away last year. Ed Asner, Gavin McLeod, I am forgetting some Cloris Leachman. And then Betty White was the last and up until recently she was still very active appearing in sitcoms like hot in cleveland and then a prank show for the elderly called off their rockers and if you caught toy story 4 she was the voice of bitey white betty white died on new year's eve from natural causes 
only a couple weeks shy of her 100th birthday, so some people have done the math and took a look at leap years since she was 99. She effectively was a centenarian. And there's a documentary tied to what would have been her 100th birthday still set to air later this month. In the background, this is Omicron off a 1997 Belgian compilation called Natural Born Techno 6. This is Bass Lock. This Omicron is a Greek artist appropriate to use the 15th letter of the Greek alphabet as his alias. And of course, Omicron is in the news because that is the variant of interest that is spreading like wildfire. We thought COVID-19 was infectious before, but nope. This one's putting things at a crisper pace here. Based on early studies, as long as you're vaccinated, it is less dangerous. just feels like a bit of a head cold and it doesn't get down in your lungs. However, make sure that you are vaccinated because right now we're seeing peaks right now with at least for testing to the point all the numbers that we're getting right now are inaccurate because we can't come up with the exact number right now. We've had a little bit of a lockdown of sorts extending. At least the public school year has been delayed a little bit. And we'll get some more news tomorrow about what's happening here. So I'm booked for my third shot next Tuesday. Looking forward to that. A little bit of sanity there. Of course, we look at the Greek alphabet. The next letter is pi. So we'll see if that has to be used at all. As though this is the slowest hurricane season ever. Got some more new sad news here in this next set. Because that's how we roll here on Exploding Hit Movies. Uh, it's the Toronto musician Ian Warang. And he played in bands like Bishop Morocco and the Two Koreas. He also assisted acts like Marin Cadell, Mo Berg, and Danko Jones. And he passed away unexpectedly on December 9th at the age of 47. There was a fundraising campaign to help out with the funeral. Thankfully, it seems like enough money was raised to help take care of what was going on there. Rang was also in the band The Uncut. Their most recent album is 2013's Infinite Repeats. We're going to go back to their 2004 debut. This will be The Uncut. Off of those who were hung, hang here. The song is Understanding the New Violence.
Laura Dens of the Baltimore Acts, now final album, 2019's The Competition. We heard Galapagos, referring to the Ecuadorian islands that brought the theories of evolution to Charles Darwin's mind and proof. And based on family experience, there are a lot of sea lions there, along with all the tortoises and birds. Laura Dens were in the news recently because on December 8th, Yana Hunter and Nate Nelson said that they couldn't participate in the music industry any longer, so Lord Dens are now done. And behind me, this is Loomis, off of the 2018 compilation Winter Shade. This is Take Me Back. Now let's get into some of the new music that's already tied to the year 2022. Been flipping around, deciding which four songs to share with you, but... In the end, I think we're going to only tackle two so far. And um, this one lines up nicely because not only are they also this next act from Baltimore, but that sound is pretty much prevalent there. And it is Beach House. They have a double album due later this year called Once Twice Melody. But they've been previewing tracks slowly in little chunks up until its release later this year. And off of the first chunk, so... Basically, it's four or five songs released one at a time, and uh, the most recent five songs came out a few weeks back. But this was one of the songs that was included in the first batch here. Off of Once Twice Melody, this will be Beach House with Pink Funeral.
you weary of listening to Uncle's tired old war stories? Had enough of Zuzu's quest for father's favor? Do you want to hear tales worthy of the Fire Nation princess herself? Then tune in to Scald's Hall on CITR 101.9 FM and listen to the very best established and upcoming storytellers in the land. Do it, peasant, for your princess commands you. Join us Fridays at 9 p.m. for the very best in spoken word entertainment. Tai Lee, you're not thinking of changing the dial, are you? That's better.
I am so looking forward to that album once it comes out in a couple weeks. Off of 2022's Tongues, it was Tanya Tagak with Colonizer. The Inuit throat singer worked with Ganja Sufi and Saul Williams' production for this album. Title track came out already in December. Actually, a little bit earlier than that, but uh, Colonizer just came out a couple days ago. So stoked. In the background, from the soundtrack to the 2021 Marvel series Loki, this is Natalie Holt with New York of the year 2012. We did a past profile last year in Exploding Head Movies, episode 568 in August. And Holt was one of the guests at the Vancouver National Film Festival that happened this past October. Most recent Marvel series is Hawkeye. Most recent film is Spider-Man No Way Home. So many Marvel films coming out now since up until recently. A lot of things were delayed based on theatrical presentations based on COVID, but I'm suspecting things will quiet down again. We'll see. Now let's get into some more music from 2021 that I did not get to share with you last week that were part of some of the better songs of the year. And this one just came out as a rogue single, but it garnered a lot of attention. That's Carolyn Polachek, formerly of the band Chairlift. She's been solo for a while with her initial CEP. She releases ambient music, but uh, she's been putting out a song every couple of months or so for the past year or so. And this one as a glorious hook here with the whistling. This is Caroline Polachek with Bunny is a Rider. Bunny is a rider. Sad all I can find it. Sympathy mm. Ain't nothing for free Bunny is a rider Sad all I can find her No sympathy mm. Ain't nothing for free Bunny is a rider No sympathy mm. Ain't nothing Bunny is a bunny is a A rider Sad all I can find her No sympathy mm. But I'm so I can find her No sympathy mm. Ain't nothing for free Bunny is a rider Giddy up can find her No sympathy mm. Ain't nothing for free Dirty like it's Earth Day Trying to wet that palette Can you cut that dry Crush that rag Renounce the owner A-Wall on a Thursday Trying to go ask Alice Trying to catch that rabbit but I'm so non-physical I do, I do Feel like a lady I do, I do Fire blazing I do, I do Heart isn't breaking I do, I do But don't drop my name Money is a, money is a, a rider Can't find a heart 
Listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded Coast Salish territory of the Honkameenam speaking Musqueam people. Oh 
My name's Gak. The name of the show is Exploding Hit Movies here, broadcasting from the lower levels of the student nest on UBC campus, at the point where Vancouver slips almost into the Salish Sea. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Telus Optic, Channel 7023, streaming live at www.citr.ca, or as a podcast. Which, if you're listening to that, you've gotten it. Hopefully you can find how to listen to other episodes. Out of Berlin, we heard Annika. And from the 2021 album Change, we heard Finger Pies. Formerly a journalist, but now a musician, Annika makes... This is her first album since 2010's self-titled release. Still running quite vital here with a lot of themes tied to our present pause. The pandemic has slowed things down in some ways allowing us to capture snapshots of what's going on in our lives. And behind me, this is Myra Kalix off a cold-cut, compiled ambient selection called At Zero. This track is Danaids, referring to Greek mythology and the 50 daughters of Danaus. Myra Kalix is a South African based in London. Birth name is Chantal Passamonte. Also put out the 2021 album as an absent origin, which I do need to share music off of at some point. We'll try to clear the deck that way, although my backlog of material, somehow picking up 12 albums a day, digesting them, is causing a backlog of sorts. I gotta figure out what to do there, but don't worry. We got plenty of fun lined up for you in 2022. With the Montreal for this next set, we'll start off with the Bernard Lakes, named after a Saskatchewan body of water, and they put out a double album last year, originally destined to be a single-track film score. It's called The Bernard Lakes Are the Last of the Great Thunderstorm Warnings. Kind of a redemption album of sorts, after their shorter, more concise prior album, A Coliseum Complex Museum. They've managed their focus on their specialty on long, drony psychedelia, Though this track may not seem appropriate based on the weather we've had here in the Vancouver the past two weeks, we saw a little bit yesterday what happens once we move away from the fluffy stuff and revert back to our usual winter. Here are the Bernard Lakes with Raindrops.
The Aboriginal Frontier Society is a culturally safe, peer-designed, non-judgmental place for Aboriginal peoples, their friends and their family in the downtown Eastside. It's an accessible space where Aboriginal folks can experience, learn and participate in traditional Aboriginal culture, teachings and ceremonies as part of their healing journey through life. Right now, they're accepting donations of food and warm clothing, which are needed more than ever as residents of the downtown Eastside face the challenges of COVID-19 and winter weather. If you're able to help, you can drop your donation off at 384 Main Street on weekdays between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. That is 384 Main Street. To learn more about the Aboriginal Frontdoor Society and other ways that you can support their work, please visit abfrontdoor.org. fun parts about having an album being one long continuous song is you forget sometimes when you have a snippet it does end abruptly so yes that you heard some bits there as we went from the bernard lakes into an ad before we heard another montreal act free love fenner and their song shoulder season which you can find off the 2021 album the punishment zone their first after taking eight year breaks since 2013's do not affect a breezy manner and still sounding pretty much locked in the groove. And in the background, this is Toronto's post-modern disco with one of her singles from last year. This is Transient. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. But do note, a good many of these may already be out later this week instead of just Friday. So do consult your favorite record store where you find your music online for the full deal here. 
And this list comes from the website soundtrack.net. Viewmusicreporter.com did come back online over the weekend, so we'll see what the latest updates on that side are. As new releases go, Paul Leonard Morgan's score to Best of Sellers is coming out through Rage Music, and Ludwig Gordensen does the single version of the main title theme from the Book of Boba Fett. That's coming out through Walt Disney Records. Score albums should be coming out, I think, once the seven episodes do complete. Although we'll see if it's the usual split work that uh, a lot of the Disney episodes have been doing every three shows. There's a different composer working on Boba Fett outside of Gurrenson. I'll get the name for you next time. Otherwise, Armand Amar and Anne-Sophie Versnayen score Mystère. That's going out through Gaumont. Riyad Abdel-Nabi and various artists provide the soundtrack to One Night Off. And then, one of the 15 scores on the shortlist for Best Original Score at the upcoming Oscars is Alberto Iglesias' music from Pedro Almodovar's latest film, Parallel Mothers. And then on the re-release front, coming out on to CD, it's an unlimited edition of Ron and Russell Mail's music from Annette. We did a past Sparks profile a couple weeks back, and they have one song on the shortlist for Best Original Song of the Oscars, too. I am so hoping that gets nominated. Imagine a Sparks performance at the Oscars. Uh, there's a vinyl edition of Paul Herzog's music from Bloodsport coming out through Waxwork Records. The TV series Emily in Paris is scored by James Newton Howard. Chris Allen Lee and their music is joined by various other artists, and that's coming out through Milan Records. And then Lauren Belf's music from The Wheel of Time, The First Turn, is coming out on the compact disc also through Milan Records. Those are some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. We'll get a little bit ambient for this next set here. Of course, this eventually will set up once I do another ambient episode again, but uh, I gotta figure out when, because there's a lot to tackle over the next few weeks. But we shall see you ahead to Toronto with Evan Vincent, who records on the alias of Emissive when he's not part of Active Surplus. Put out a 12-inch through Pacific Rhythm back in June called Wave Science. This will be a missive here with Sidewalk Jam. Thank you. 
I'll put a qualifier on what I said there about ambient music before. That was just more wilder stuff. It was slower, but still had beats. And that last one had a slow build. We heard Copper Alexander off of the 2020 compilation Guelph Tomorrow. We heard Unearth. Copper Alexander is the alias of Toronto's David Alexander. And part of that was recorded at Copper Studios in Guelph. And proceeds of the sale of Guelph Tomorrow head towards the Guelph Black Heritage Society's fundraising campaign, Tart to Change Starts Now. Guelph being a wonderful college town in southern Ontario, named after the same person that Guelph Park is named for here in town. Fun little place in some ways. I felt like I probably should have studied there, even though I knew Guelph only for agriculture. Talking to a person who went to Waterloo and thought he'd be smart at math. And whoa, I met a lot more finer people who could do that, such as it is. Other artists on Guelph Tomorrow include Hymns 57, Elcon, Transstar, and then the act that actually released the compilation, Blunders Public. And behind me, just southwest of Guelph in London, Ontario, this is Propulse off of last year's Digiform EP. This is Glitter Broke 74. We'll head into Soylent Green shortly here since the clock is ticking. But um, I do want to talk about one Vancouver artist, though born in Montreal, that uh, I feel like I should have actually commemorated properly when he passed away in 2018. But taking a look at my notes, that wasn't the case, which I feel horrible about. Jeremy Inkle played with acts like Delirium, Noise Unit, Left Spine Down, and Frontline Assembly. He was a key part of the Vancouver industrial scene. And that scene is actually what attracted me in part to Vancouver. Sort of that discrepancy I associate with the tourist campaigns of mountains and forests and ocean. And oh yeah, here's some of the noisiest stuff you'll ever find from a machine. Inkle died back in 2018 from complications from asthma at the age of 34. And a posthumous debut album came out in 2020 called Hijacker. I do want to dig up some more of his music at some point just to make sure I can contextualize what's going on. And I think I need to do an industrial show at some point. Anyways, here's Jeremy Inkle off of Hijanker. This is Embrace.
The world's most shocking monster. That techno rock you guys listen to is gutless. I'm sure. And the only reason you don't understand our music is that you don't like it. After I'm gone, your Earth will be free to live out its miserable span of existence. Can anyone stop their mechanical mail? All of my most sensitive areas were inflamed. My extremities pulsating with tingling sensation. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. Swaying back and forth. A beautiful thing taking me away. You are a robot. Listen to exploding head movies on CITR 101.9. FM. Thank you. DJ, that's, uh, sorry, DJ Spooky, that's Subliminal Kid. We'll just use DJ Spooky. Shorter, <laughs> less prone for me to say something else because of leather ass. 
DJ Spooky off of his 1998 album Rhythm Warfare. We're the dialectical transformation number three. DJ Spooky's alias of Paul Miller took his name from William S. Burroughs' beat novel Nova Express and uh, retired from both music and turntablism in 2012 after one final album in 2013 called Of Water and Ice. He's now an author and a professor of music-mediated art at the European Graduate School with two fine locations in Switzerland and Malta, I believe. Dialectical Transformation 3 was subtitled Soylent Green. In the background, this is Fred Myro. The cue is called Saul's Music, and this appears on his score to the 1973 film Soylent Green. Directed by Richard Fleischer, worked on a crazy variety of films like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Tora, 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 and Conan the Barbarian. Sonic Green star Charlton Heston, Lee Taylor Young, Joseph Cotton, and then Edward G. Robinson in his final role. Based loosely on the 1966 Harry Harrison novel, Make Time, Make Time. Then tied to the then prescient discussion about opa, who then tied to the prescient discussion about overpopulation here on earth impacting the climate the book was set in the futuristic year of 1997 but the film was set in the far off year of 2022 combining a police procedural about a wealthy businessman's death amidst sci-fi dystopia appropriate for the 70s as global warming pollution poverty and a lack of resources mean that actual food is at a premium, as New York is full of 40 million people. Half the population on Earth eats what the Soylent Corporation makes, which are crunchy little wafers. Red, yellow, and the new more nutritious, but in limited supply, green. Fred Myro is known for other film scores like 1973's Scarecrow and 1979's Phantasm and at least one of its sequels. And uh, as we're about to hear, his music is a weird mix of pseudo-funk, definitely tied to 1973 with some sci-fi elements. Kind of fits in with the overall vibe of the very hot day in a crowded New York. Except those days now seem to be happening all the time. As we think, there were forest fires in suburban Colorado a couple days ago that burnt down one of the suburbs. California basically has now a perpetual fire season. BC appears to be well on its way to be doing the same. <sighs> Anyways, here's Fred Myro. From his score to Soylent Green, we begin with the prologue and then opening city music. And then we'll hear the music slowly segue from strings, bass guitar, to some wild electronics. And we'll be back to talk about some of the significance of the film and how it connects to stuff. And I'm not revealing the main spoiler, even though it's probably been spoiled for ages, as it were. Here we go. So like green we go.
From his score to the 1973 film Soylent Green, we heard Fred Myro first off with the prologue. The drums came in for opening city music, then electronics came in. And at this point, five cues are merged into a single track, so breaking it down sonically is a little hard. But we heard Infernal Machine, Thorn in Danger, referring to Charlton Heston's character. Are You With Us? An alternate city opening, and then the end credits. And in the background, from one of the more famous scenes in the film, this is symphony music. Featuring Symphony No. 6 from Pyotr Tchaikovsky, along with eventually Symphony No. 6, the pastoral part with the Allegro from Ludwig van Beethoven. Some cues from Edvard Grieg's Pierre Gint Suite. The famous ones that you'll hear, you're like, oh, that's the morning and the death. And then some Mozart from Kegelstadt. Edward G. Robertson's character is part of that scene as it's tied to an assisted suicide that allows him to see all of the Earth's beauty one last time via film and listen to some beautiful music. As Charlton Heston eavesdrops in and sees this whole bunch of stuff of nature that he'd never seen in his life before. The sad irony of that scene was that Robinson was dying of bladder cancer during filming, and he died 12 days after that final shot. Silent Green got mixed reviews at the time, with talk of its lack of characterization alongside brutal horrors that seemed abstract. And then some 70s stuff, what seemed dated at the time as women being treated as concubines slash furniture. Which sadly seems relevant amongst our current right-wing leaders. However, its reputation is built at the twist at the end, spoiled for years based on other pop culture. And the fact that we discovered that the secret ingredient in the titular food snack isn't plankton after all. In interesting news, an actual food company with that name started in 2014. Soylent does meal replacements, and they hearken back to the original novel Make Me Room Make Room, since most of the ingredients rely on soy and lentils. And looking at the modern world's version of Soylent, uh, if you look at the ingredients, there's a distinct lack of a certain type of protein in there, so you should be safe. In many ways. Fred Myro's final scores for the 1994 film Plan 10 from Outer Space. Riffing on the notorious Ed Wood bomb Plan 9 from Outer Space, but this time with Mormons. Which means I need to hunt that down at some point. Myro died in 1999 from a heart attack at age 59. That's it for Exploding Heavies for this week. Coming up shortly, it's an encore presentation of The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And that will guide you to around midnight or so. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your first Monday evening in 2022. Gavin will be back live next week with his first show of the year. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding Head Movies show page at www.citr.ca. You'll find track listings and downloads for this episode along with past ones. And if you aren't already subscribed to the podcast, it is available there by Apple Music, Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven, and Stitcher. The Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. On Twitter, at 100 Air on Instagram, I am Iopic Man, but you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. As I've discovered now, that email address is on various sound bibles, so that's how I get a lot of artist's music now. 
Next Monday marks my 14th anniversary at CITR, and maybe we'll tackle the overdue country and western episode around the world of Merle Haggard and the Bakersfield Sound. But let's see how far I can get with that. Two weeks from now, it's 24 hours of radio art, and that falls on a Monday, so I'll sort out what to do. Evan Lucier recently passed away, so I might do some of his music concrete stuff. Still need to do some ambient music. The new Matrix film came out. We could look at that one, and then the first one. We'll see. Otherwise, we'll close with Montreal sax player Chet Doxus. In 2021, he put out the album You Can't Take It With You with Ethan Iverson on piano and Thomas Morgan on bass. Some playful improvisation here with inspiration from acts like Carla Blay and Jimmy Jufre. After David Frizzell tells us about how his New Year is going, we'll hear Chet Doxus with Lodestar, a tribute to another jazz saxophonist fond of single-note riffs, Lester Young. You have been listening to Exploding Him Movies on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic as it enters its third year. Have a soylent night, and let's try to make 2022 far better. Hi, everybody. This is David Frizzell, and you know I've already broke my New Year's resolution. Thank you.